0: Welcome to the Market Leaders Podcast, where you'll find valuable business development and marketing insights from legal innovators. Hello, and welcome back to the Market Leaders Podcast. I'm David Ackert, and today my guest is Paul Lipton, who is the Director of Professionalism, Career, and Skill Development at Rumberger, Kirk, and Caldwell, a super regional firm with about 100 lawyers based primarily in Florida. Paul, great to have you with us.
1: Great being here with you, David. Thanks for inviting me.
0: Tell us a little bit about your background and uh, Rumberger, your firm. Sure. I graduated law school,
1: Washington University in St. Louis, uh, 1970, and practiced a little bit in New York, uh, but then mainly in Florida. About 2012, I stepped back from the active practice of law. At that time, I was a shareholder at an international law firm, Greenberg Chard, wanted to write a book and do other things, wrote the book, and I had known the lawyers at Rumberger Kirk and Caldwell from previous co-counsel and just knowing them in the community. We had a discussion, and they asked if I would be interested in this very unique role, and I was. I got involved with them 2014 or so, and have been with them ever since.
0: So this is a really unique role for a law firm, especially one of your size, director of professionalism, career and skill development. We don't often see someone who's heading up that role, especially someone who's a senior lawyer from GT, uh, an author, uh, someone who you know brings a certain level of seniority as you do to your role. Tell me a little bit of why you think Rumberger felt it was important to have and fill this role at the firm with someone like you.
1: I think we can all agree that uh, the legal profession is at a challenging time. There's a, a lot of things going on in the profession, whether it's people wanting to have a balanced life, people wanting to succeed in what they're doing, as opposed to. Just spending time, you know, putting hours in and billing and and getting lost in that concept. Rumberger felt that they wanted somebody who had my experience to work with uh, the younger lawyers, the new lawyers, in trying to find a balance and seeing the larger picture. Normally this would be handled by HR, and they would be partners who would be mentors to the new or younger lawyers. But everyone's busy. The partners are busy. And although they want to mentor and they take that very seriously, time is a factor. I think Rumberger saw this as an opportunity to have one person who has been at every level in the legal chain over more than 40 years, come in and spend their total time not being distracted by anything else but working with new young lawyers and helping them develop their brand in the community, helping them in leadership skills, and challenging them to be all they can be Rumberger saw this and said we want to do this we want to do this now so i was very excited to join them
0: so your job description is really to take responsibility for the personal satisfaction and life balance of the lawyers at Rumberger i'm sure there's other elements as well But talk to us a little bit about how you think a lawyer in today's high-pressure environment can achieve those things.
1: Great question. What I tell the lawyers is that it's a daily effort to find that balance, to find the larger story of yourself in the practice of law, in the community. Each lawyer has to find their unique style and what I would call their secret sauce. What I have said to the lawyers is basically this, you're all smart, you all have a great education, everyone you compete with out there is smart and has a great education. So what is that other element that separates you from everyone else? And I give them the opportunity to discuss with the firm, with me, what their goals are, what their passions are, what they want to do in the community, what they want to do with bar work to look at the larger story of who they are and then find their unique secret sauce that makes them special and gives them a joy and the balance in the practice of law.
0: Can you distinguish between what you're doing and some hybrid of life coaching and business development coaching. Is there a distinction in your mind?
1: I think there is a distinction. There's a component to everything that we do. It's not just all business. It's not just practice development, but there's a moral component. There's a nobility component, an honor to what we do. We are part of the third branch of government and I try to share with the lawyers this larger story that they're part of. We are the sum of the choices we make, and I ask them to challenge themselves in that regard. So I think it's a larger definition from my point of view than merely branding or trying to solve an immediate problem. I'm looking at a larger story of who they are and how they can express themselves.
0: It's interesting. It almost feels like you're a culture steward for the firm on top of everything else that you're doing, uh, reinforcing some of the messages and values that are important at Rumberger.
1: That's a fair and accurate statement. I think that's why the definition is director of professionalism, career and skill development. Professionalism and civility are very important. They're both elements of power. And one is not less than the other. It's just another skill that you want to develop, the art of persuasion, the skill of effective communication. Effective communication is not only the words you use, but how you present yourself in nonverbal ways. So I really spend time finding the essence of the individual to make them the best they can be at whatever they choose to do.
0: Well, that leads me to the next question. Let's say that you are working with a lawyer at the firm whose joy, as you mentioned earlier, is to work in an area or in an industry that's not consistent with the firm's platform. How do you help them find their way such that they aren't working against or counterproductively to what Rumberger can offer uh, its marketplace?
1: What happens in that regard is, yes, I think each firm has its core business model, and every lawyer is part of that. And yet, at the same time, this is a very organic universe we're living in right now. It's changing all the time. For example, cybersecurity is a major element right now in the law. Rumberger has uh, developed. And expertise in that. We have one lawyer and a team that is now working on cybersecurity. That was something that wasn't done, you know, a year ago. So I think the bottom line is that the firm will consider proposals to see, it, does it match? Or is it something that is a unique moment in time where we are as a profession? And can we put assets there to make it viable?
0: I wonder, is your role at the firm part of the firm's strategy for recruiting? You know, everything that I hear you saying makes perfect sense to me. You certainly, in your, let's call it ontological approach, have a strategic and tactical benefit to the firm, although the emphasis isn't really on that. And yet, at the same time, I can easily imagine, as the firm is embarking on a lateral recruitment initiative or bringing in an associate that they really want, For them to say, oh, and by the way, we have Paul Lipton as our director of professionalism, career, and skill development, and he will make sure that your personal satisfaction here at the firm is of paramount importance. You know, the firm is putting its money where its mouth is with that claim.
1: Yes, and I believe that it is a very important recruitment element. I think it should be. There are a lot of firms that people sense that they're easily replaceable, they're a widget, that, you know, one person is the same as the other. We don't take that approach. You know, it's so easy to just get lost in the daily grind of, you know, how many hours did you put in today and what's your realization rates and all that stuff. Clearly, that's a business factor. But, you know, a law firm and lawyers are are more than that. We're leaders. We're people that solve problems. We're there to help the client through a crisis. You know, I've often said that many times when clients come to see a lawyer, one of the first things they do before they enter that office, this may sound a little much, David, but I truly believe this, that they almost say a silent prayer They're in a crisis of either with the family or business or their life savings, and they're going and saying, God, I hope I'm with someone that can see the larger picture.
0: Sure. Makes perfect sense. Well, I think whether a client is choosing counsel or a lawyer is choosing the next firm that they will work at, there's definitely an emotional component to that decision-making process. And I think, again, it it says a lot that the firm has placed you in this role to help guide that process for the lawyers and also to help clients and lawyers understand that it is a priority for Rumberger.
1: And it is exactly right. I discuss with the lawyers the noble profession that it is, and sometimes we've lost that definition along the way. And yet you know, that's what we are. We're supposed to help people solve problems. We're supposed to have a good relationship with our clients, with the community, and bring something positive and beneficial to the end result as opposed to just doing work, billing, and, you know, hoping to get paid for what you do. We do more than that. So I see the lawyer as uh, not only a lawyer, but a counselor, an advisor. You need a larger definition of who you are to do that effectively.
0: Well, Paul, it's been a pleasure chatting with you today. Thank you so much for sharing your thoughts. I'm wondering, do you have any uh, parting notions that you'd like to share with our audience before we conclude this interview?
1: Yes. I think that the legal profession is continually changing. It's a challenging world right now. And this has given us an opportunity I'm asking people to be open-minded, to find the passion that brought them to the law in the first place, and work with that. I think if firms focused on that, you would have better morale, and you would keep people, there wouldn't be turnover, because people know that you care and you put your money where your mouth is. I do think, David, that we're living in turbulent times, and, and more than ever, We need to have people be courageous and step forward and think outside the box. And I think that's what Rumberger is doing.
0: Well, that's a great sentiment. Thank you for sharing it, Paul. Thanks for your time. Thank you for listening to our podcast audience. Again, I'm David Ackert, and we've been chatting with Paul Lipton from Rumberger. Thank you, David. Thank you for listening to the Market Leaders Podcast. For more business development resources, visit ackertinc.com.